Welcome to the Local Government Bulletin Podcast Series of the Dalla Oma Institute at the University of the Western Cape. Here you can listen to short articles on local government law and policy. We aim to assist practitioners and deepen debates on local governance and service delivery. We hope you enjoy this podcast. This Natasha Peary is covering the story. She's in Johannesburg. Natasha, very good morning to you. What are you learning now? Well, thank you so much, Blaine. Indeed, those, uh, that news coming in that uh, the Gauteng government has now put uh, the city of Tanya in administration. But I'm actually joined by uh, the spokesperson of caucus, the ANC caucus here in Gauteng, Lisekho Makubela. And he'll just actually uh, talk to us about uh, this announcement, uh, what the implications are also, because we understand that the entire... The Supreme Court of Appeal reinstates the city of Chuanis Municipal Council for now by Kirtley Stevens. On the 27th of October 2020, the Supreme Court of Appeal ruled in the Premier for the province of Gauteng and others versus the Democratic Alliance and others' judgment that the Municipal Council of the City of Chwani Metropolitan Municipality must be reinstated. This article discusses the legal and political consequences of the judgment for the City of Chwani and similarly situated municipalities. The events that led to the dissolution of the City of Chwani Municipal Council are well known and dealt with extensively in the High Court judgment. In essence, the city of Chuanis Municipal Council had reached a deadlock, with no mayor, no mayoral committee and no municipal manager. The reason was the inability of the council to convene meetings due to disruptive councillors who state hawkouts from council meetings, depriving the municipal council of the necessary quorum. On the 4th of March 2020, the Executive Council for the province of Gauteng decided to dissolve the Council of the City of Chuani in terms of Section 1391C of the Constitution and to appoint an administrator. Aggrieved by this decision, the Democratic Alliance challenged this decision in the Gauteng Division of the High Court. The High Court on the 29th of April ruled in favour of the DA by declaring the dissolution decision invalid and in so doing reinstated the City of Chuani's Municipal Council as previously discussed in the bulletin. The court further directed that all councillors must attend and remain in attendance of all council meetings unless they have a lawful reason to be absent. This was also discussed previously in the bulletin. The Gauteng Executive Council and the Economic Freedom Fighters subsequently challenged the High Court's decision in the Supreme Court of Appeal, subject to it obtaining direct access to the Constitutional Court. The appeal against the main judgment was heard virtually on the 10th of September 2020 in the Constitutional Court and judgment was reserved. The matter before the Supreme Court of Appeal, however, concerned the court order putting into operation the judgment which reinstated the Municipal Council of Chwani. Thus, the appeal was not against the main judgment delivered on the 29th of April 2020, but against this particular court order. Normally, a decision of a lower court, in this case the High Court decision, will be suspended if it is subject to an appeal process. Therefore, the DA approached the same High Court, asking for its decision to be implemented pending the appeal process. On the 20th of June 2020, the High Court again ruled in favour of the DA, ordering that the order made on the 29th of April 2020, which reinstated the Municipal Council of Chwani, remained in operation and must be given effect to. Against this backdrop, 
the court had to determine whether the DA met all the requirements for the interim enforcement of a judgment pending an appeal, as set out in Section 18 of the Superior Court Act 10 of 2030. In principle, the execution of a judgment is automatically suspended with the noting of an appeal, meaning if a judgment is subject to an appeal, the judgment cannot be carried out. As previously mentioned, courts may, however, in terms of Section 18 of the Superior Courts Act, deviate from this common law principle. In particular, Section 18 empowers a court to grant an order to give effect to a judgment pending an appeal under exceptional circumstances. For example, the DA had to establish that in the absence of the interim enforcement order, something out of the ordinary, uncommon and rare would occur. And that is, in this particular case, the appointed administrator will be in office longer than the 19-day prescribed period. The DA had to show further that it will suffer irreparable harm if the court does not so order. It further had to show that the other party will not suffer irreparable harm if the court granted the interim enforcement order. The DA contended that allowing an administrator to be in office for longer than the 19-day period goes against the constitutional scheme and as such constituted irreparable harm, referring to an injury that is permanent or irreversible. The Houting provincial government, however, based its appeal on two grounds. First, it argued that the court was wrong in finding that the interim enforcement order would not cause the Houting government irreparable harm, and second, by collapsing the requirement of exceptionality with that of irreparable harm. As regards to the exceptional circumstances, the Supreme Court of Appeal upheld most of the contentions of the DA. Writing for the Majority Justice of Appeal, John D. dismissed the appeal and arguments of the Houting government. For example, the court found that the collapse of the exceptionality and irreparable harm requirements is unfounded, since there is nothing that says the same facts cannot give rise to irreparable harm and exceptional circumstances. Related to the exceptional requirement and perhaps more peculiar to municipal government's arrangement under Section 139 intervention is the 19-day constitutional requirement governing the appointment of an administrator. In this regard, Section 159 sub 2 of the Constitution reads that if the municipal council is dissolved in terms of national legislation or when its term expires, an election must be held within 90 days of the date that council was dissolved or its term expired. By not allowing the High Court judgment to be implemented pending the appeal would have meant that the appointed administrator would have been running the affairs of the municipality beyond the 19-day prescribed period. This, according to Justice of Appeal John D., would be an anathema to the values upon which a democratic state is founded. Indeed, the interim enforcement order was also directed at reinforcing the fundamental right of local citizens to be governed by those whom they had elected. The Houting government wanted the court to find that the 19-day period requirement does not apply if the council is dissolved in terms of Section 1291C of the Constitution. Section 1592 of the Constitution, so the Houting government argued, does not refer to the resolution in terms of the Constitution itself since this is already governed by Section 1991C of the Constitution. 
Section 159 sub 2 refers to the dissolution of the council in terms of national legislation. And as such, the 90-day period requirement only applies if the intervention is undertaken in terms of national legislation. So it was argued. In developing its argument further, the Houting government argued that there is no national legislation that gives effect to Section 129 of the Constitution. The Supreme Court of Appeal disagreed and found the argument that the Municipal Structures Act does not apply to the dissolution decision untenable. It held that there is no distinction between the dissolution of a municipal council in terms of the Constitution and the dissolution under national legislation. Moreover, Section 1398 of the Constitution expressly provides that national legislation may regulate the implementation of Section 139 sub 1 of the Constitution. In this regard, Sections 25, 34 and 35 of the Municipal Structures Act are legislative provisions that regulate, albeit in part, Section 1391C of the Constitution. Section 1391C and 1592 of the Constitution mean that an election must be held within 90 days of the date of the dissolution of the Municipal Council. Justice of Appeal van der Merwe and Momotoshani disagreed with the majority and wrote a dissenting judgment, which found that an administrator's appointment endures until a newly elected municipal council is elected, irrespective of the expiry of the 90-day period. Discussion. The joint intervention judgment illustrates the power of one tree of government to intervene in the affairs of another is highly circumscribed. Procedurally, the judgment confirms that the decision to dissolve a municipal council is taken in terms of both Section 1391C of the Constitution and national legislation, namely Section 34 sub 4 of the Municipal Structures Act. Simply put, there is no distinction between an intervention in terms of the Constitution and national legislation. The judgment cannot be faulted for giving effect to the fundamental right of local citizens to be governed by duly elected politicians. The court took into account the fact that an administrator is not directly accountable to voters. Thus, it limited the term of office of an administrator to 90 days. Consequently, an administrator cannot remain in office for any longer in 90 days from the date of dissolution. To conclude, inasmuch as the judgment allows the councillors of Chuan to resume their rightful constitutional role, it remains to be seen whether councillors will attend and remain in attendance at council meetings. As previously noted, the Supreme Court of Appeal judgment was not an appeal against the main judgment. The appeal against the main judgment was heard in the Constitutional Court virtually on the 10th of September 2020 and judgment was reserved. The Dalai Omar Institute will provide an analysis of this judgment once it is delivered. Thanks for listening. If you found it useful, please share this podcast via your social media. The Local Government Bulletin is supported by the Hansaitis Foundation and the Bavarian State Chancery. We are proud to contribute to the debate on local governance and service delivery.